You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello again. Welcome in. As always, thanks for uh, deciding to listen to us. Thousands of you out there, thank you. I know I say this a lot that I'm excited about this episode, but I really am today. Because this guy's journey back has been incredible. And uh, he's a guy that if you've ever been around him for two minutes, you root for. It's TJ Antone. How you doing? I'm great. You made me a little nervous when you said thousands. I was like, oh man, we're, we're talking to a big crowd here. Uh, there are, yes, there are thousands that listen. Good for you. So at That's times, fun. tens of thousands. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Over the years. I don't know. I haven't checked in a long, I haven't checked this year, but it was, uh, we were well over a million downloads, probably over two, I would guess, just all together over the years. But So yeah, there should be people listening. We so appreciate we, that. Red's yeah. country alive and well. <laughs> this, uh, and we're going to get into th- this journey back, but uh, again, you, uh, how, and I've asked you this like five different ways in five different interviews, but how much uh, do you appreciate being back? Is it even, I mean, I know when you came up and everyone appreciates that, but th- this time getting back, it's just extra appreciation for what you have. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, getting back and uh, seeing the guys and I- I've kind of settled in a little bit now. So uh, my answer may change from the first day from getting back and it being all new and, and fancy and exciting. But yeah, it's just, it's just nice to, you know, fall back into that groove and, um, you know, do the bullpen routine and uh, do the game, the daily game thing. And, and um, yeah, it's just, it's just nice. It's very nice. I've missed it. For those that don't know, um, two Tommy John surgeries, not one, one's tough enough to come back from two is astronomical. Uh, and I remember the last, uh, when you toured the last time, I think it was in Milwaukee and you were just sitting in the tunnel by yourself in a chair and you could just tell that the world had just come down on you because you knew before the, I mean, you knew right before the exam, pretty good idea of what happened. Yeah. I, um, it, it felt different than the first Tommy John tear. Um, so I, I was, I was a little optimistic. I was like, maybe I just tore my flexor or maybe I just like strained my flexor oh, okay. really bad. Um, but then, you know, kind of the way everyone was reacting around me, um, and, and they did some of the tests, uh, my optimism went away pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so I, I remember that night pretty vividly, honestly, cause it was such a, I do too. It a, was devastating. Yeah, it was a pretty devastating day for me. Yeah. Um, you know, I had strained my flexor earlier, maybe in like July. I still remember that. Uh, it was the last pitch I threw to Pablo Sandoval. I got out of the inning. It was bases loaded and, um, got out of that, felt a little funky and, just was like, hey, that didn't feel great. Uh, like when I went to the training room, and that was like, can you just like check it out for me? And it was for me. I was like, maybe, maybe I was just like a little sore. They were like, yeah, yeah, it's not looking good. Let's just go get an MRI. And uh, that was a flexor strain. Um, so they wanted to do a PRP, and uh, which is the plasma rich. Um, I don't even know what the other P is. <laughs> is it plasma rich plasma? No. 
plasma rich something look it up you got you yeah. got the computer right there but yeah so um, they did the prp on me and um was rehabbing that and and you know was was feeling better and and went to platelets I'm oh sorry. platelets yeah yeah that's right plasma rich platelets correct yes and uh you know went down to triple a and was working with seth etherton down there at the time and he he's the pitching coach for usc now yeah um, great guy and he was like, hey, you know, these are kind of the markers we need to make sure you, you know, kind of do and hit before you get back to the big league. So there was like, um, you know, back-to-back was a, was an appearance, you know, being able to pitch going back-to-back days and, uh, you know, just, just showing him that I can, you know, fully execute breaking balls at high effort and – Cause I am, a, I am, I do throw a lot of breaking balls and, uh, and then just like some captain hook. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, it is, it's a cool, it is a cool nickname. I, I do got to admit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I, I rehabbed all that and I was feeling good. And I remember, um, talking with the Reds PT after the back to back and I was like, Hey, I'm ready. Let's go. And he was like, yeah, let's just, uh, let's just get one more outing, you know, just make sure you feel good. So I threw one more outing on that Sunday. And then we actually had an off day before Milwaukee, but I, I traveled with the team that day. So I traveled to Milwaukee. Um, really weird moment. Also, I, I felt like uh, I had no, I knew the, the Milwaukee team very well. Yeah. I, I knew the Brewers. I had faced them a few times that year. This is 2021, by this the way. This is 2021. Correct. Yeah, just to put it in context in for August, people. Yeah. yeah, in August 2021. So before the game started, um, Rowdy Telez was. Uh, one of the hitters I didn't know very well, and so I like took some extra time to study him, watch him, watch him swings. We have good plethora of video and um, you know all kinds of scouting reports. So yeah. I, I just took some extra time on him. Um, was in the bullpen, and for for some reason I was I was trying a new technique, not a new technique. I just didn't want to throw before the game. Uh, I just wanted to like save my bullets, and so I didn't throw before the game. Felt fine, like everything was normal. Um, you know, name name gets called. Um, went to went start warming up. Didn't feel the greatest, but like you know, I, I wasn't really worried about anything. And then you know, who do I go in against? Rowdy Telez. Yeah. And so I'm like, this is perfect. Like I know this guy. I know exactly what to do. I have a game plan. Like let's just go execute. And I came in and and like, I think it was you know, through two curveballs missed, and I was like, all right, I don't feel that great. Like let me try and throw a fastball. Threw fastball, like didn't feel great, so I tried to go back to the curveball. Now on the that I think it was like the fourth or fifth pitch. I that was yeah. the one I tore it on. Um, you know, felt a pop and and um, ouch. Yeah, it, it it wasn't very fun. And like you said, I went went to the tunnel and I was crying. Like honestly, I was crying. You know, because it was devastating to walk by you. You were so. I mean, it, just the world came down. It was, yeah, yeah, it was tough. Um, that but, night went went to. I, I was I was by myself, right? My wife yeah. was flying back from Europe. She was on a trip. Oh. Um, it was on her birthday. Too. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, just you could you could add it all up. She yeah. got she got she was trying to fly faster because of the the news that she had heard. She got stuck in Turkey, um, and then then she got stuck in Miami and and X Y Z. It was it was a uh. fiasco of a mess. And then. I remember, so I flew back to Cincinnati, um, got an MRI, and, and Crim Check was like, yeah, this is bad. This is, like, really bad. So it's, like, a full uh, tear. And, oh. and it actually didn't the, – the ligament actually didn't tear. Um, the bone actually broke. So there's a docking point uh, on the for the Tommy John. So there's two docking points where they put the ligament in, um, and one of the docks had um, had broke. So the ligament was fully intact. So when Crim Check went back in there, he actually created a new docking point 
use the same ligament and then put another ligament over the top of the first Tommy John ligament. So I have, I do have two ligaments in my elbow. Um, that is incredible. Yeah, it's really, so it's tight. <laughs> the thing is in there. That um, is incredible. Now, the reason I remember it so much, obviously in the tunnel when you were emotional and walking by, and the team was devastated. It, it was, everyone felt it. You knew the battle back. I mean... How long does it take you to realize, to, to get over the shock of it and then like, all right, got to get to work? Um, I think as soon as I had surgery. So I, had, I think I tore it on a Tuesday. I had surgery on that Friday. And um, yeah, I think honestly, even before surgery, I was like, let's, let's rock. Like, um, you know, it, I, I saw, I, I knew the journey that I was about to go on and I knew I had done it before. So yeah. for me in that moment, um, I was like, all right, one year, I'm going to be back next year. Um, and I'll be throwing, you know, the end of next year in the big leagues. That was just my optimism right then. Um, going in, they were like, yeah, we're going to take it a little slower than that. It's your second Tommy John. So we're going to be, you know, we want you to be ready for spring training of yeah. 23. Uh, and that didn't happen either. I uh, had a late, late setback yeah. there as well with a, another flexor strain. Um, which I'm going to have the strongest flexor of all time. After <laughs> That's the goal this off season is we're going to have the flexor as strong as it could possibly be. And, yeah. um, you know, cause you know, obviously you, you compromise at your weakest link. And, um, yeah. if that's, if that's a flexor for me, the flexor is the first line of defense for the UCL. Right. Um, you know, there's a lot more that goes into it. Your shoulder strength, your shoulder flexibility, all that stuff. Uh, bicep, tricep, there's a lot. But for me, in my the way I throw, uh, the flexor is is the first compromised, um, you know, t line of tissue. So I'm gonna be getting after that because I, I need to throw for you know another ten years. That's that's the goal. Ten? How old are you right now? I'm I turned thirty this off season. So. You want to pitch to your forty? Hey, Joey's doing it. I mean, he's not pitching, <laughs> but Joey's playing. So he, I think he turns he forty is. pretty soon. Yeah. Well, yes, he does. Here in a. Well, as we record this, we're recording this on Saturday. I think he turns tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. I think it's tomorrow. I was, I the September say, I 10th, just that would be Sunday, the, September uh, Happy 10th. birthday for him, so. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and he's he's back as well, which is uh, fantastic. So, wow, you want to pitch to your 40. All right, now I want to, uh, when you came back, and, and again, I, 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 I'm not, I'm saving you from getting emotional here, okay? <laughs> I want to play you meeting the media. And inevitably, oh gosh. <laughs> I know, inevitably one question was going to come. And it, it, this is this is how much, this is how tough the journey was. Just listen to this. You know, I had those conversations with my wife. I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I can keep going. This hurts, you know? And, um... She encouraged me and pushed me and sorry. <clears throat> There's a lot of people that helped me along the way. And, uh, you know, thank you to all those people. And uh, it's been a wild ride, but, you know, I kept the focus here. Now, I'm not playing that to try to, to bring out emotion to you. It's just the opposite. I want to talk about the, the journey and it starts with your wife, right? I mean, she's, it seems like to be the, other than your faith, the rock of your life. Yeah. She's my best teammate. Like yeah. hands down. That's, I mean, uh, I told her the other day, if I could go back, um, in time, I would have married her earlier because, uh, she's, she's literally the best thing that ever happened to me. We're just, 
um, we're we're the best teammates you could ever ask for. We communicate incredibly, um, you know, it, with emotion sometimes, and 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 just lay it out there like what we're feeling, what each other's feeling. So, um, in January, whenever I had strained my flexor, I I told her I was like, I don't, I just don't know. Yeah, I just don't know anymore. I felt like I did know, and I felt like I I was able to somewhat like. <clears throat> control my destiny, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, through work ethic, through um, perseverance. Um, you know, I had I had done this first Tommy John, and I got through it. And I had done the second Tommy John, and I got through it. And then you know the the late setback, and I was like, I, I, I literally couldn't have worked any harder than I just worked. I couldn't have done anything better than I had just done. Like, and if my body's still failing me, failing me at this point, like. I don't know what else to do. I'm sleeping as great as I can sleep. I'm eating as great as I can eat. I'm working as absolute hard as I can work and as smart as I can work. Um, I have the best staff in around me, you know, trying to help me. Um, and, and, you know, we just had that conversation. She said, you know what? Take it day by day. That's all you can do. And so when she said that, um, even up until even in my my rehab stint in AAA, there were days where I'd throw me, like, oh, my goodness, I'm so sore. You're like, let's see how you feel tomorrow. That's all you can do. Just like, see how you feel tomorrow. And, um, you know, I'd go out the next day and I'd throw and she'd be like, how you feel? Like, Felt better than I was expecting. So, uh, you know, it's like, perfect. Let's, you know, just do everything you can to, you know, get ready for the next day. And so, yeah, I mean, Kelsey's my rock, best friend, wife. Can't ask for anything else from her. She's she's incredible. So thank you a lot, Kels. When did the the doubts creep in? Was it when your arm was hurting? Was it when it uh, when you were sore? Uh, did the workload ever get to be too much? I mean, when when did the dark moments come in? Um, yeah, it, they came and go, they come and go. Yeah. Um, there's there's uh, I'm a very optimistic person, so I always like. Yes, you are. I, yeah, I always some try of to... that. Please rub off on. Me. <laughs> give me, give me some TJN tone right now, please. Yeah, I, I just, I always <laughs> think the best of every situation. I always try to get the best out of every situation. Um, so yeah, or, you know, early January, finding out it was another strain, or yeah, another flexor strain. Um, then, then you go through a, uh, like you know, everyone was there for spring training, a lot yeah. of fun, um, seeing all the guys again. And then everyone leaves, and then you just go into this depression hole because uh, you still haven't started throwing yet, and you're, all yeah. you're doing is like some, you know, ring grippers and just squeezing and doing all you're doing is just like flexor, you know, therapy, you know, right. essentially. Um, so you know, it's feeling good. And then you start throwing, and it feels good. And then you 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 know don't feel good for a little bit, and then you're not optimistic, and then you feel good, and, and just kind of goes back and forth. Um, and so there's like a, well, there's always a balance in rehab where it's like you want to push. You're trying to to cause an adaptation of the tissue to like grow and get better and, and be stronger, but you also don't want to push too much, and uh, you you want to stay in kind of that that area where your body can adapt. Um, and that's my issue is I've always been on the on the push too hard side. Um, just work as hard as I can, like a bull, like let's go. And um, that gets me in trouble sometimes. So I, I you know I. I I have learned to kind of like give and take in areas, um, you know, and, and like I said, all the way up until um, the, the the rehab assignment in AAA just recently in August, um, there were there were days where I was like, I, I'm not throwing that hard anymore. Am I going to am I going to be able to get outs in the big leagues? It, 
like, am I just going to get smacked? Like, I don't know. Like, like there were, there was a game I went into in St. Paul and I went in and gave up a grand slam. Like, I'm like, okay, can I even get outs anymore? Like, I don't even know oh, wow. <laughs> like what's going on. So, um, you know, just learning, uh, like the game of baseball gives and takes, um, forever and ever and it will forever to give and take it's just the game of baseball yeah um guys go out and go four for four and they go out the next day and punch four times right. you know so um yeah I, I'm, I'm very optimistic as as always with um the remainder of my career and i'm gonna continue to strive and, and push but yeah like the just for everyone listening like i think my story can you you can relate to my story because in life like it life's gonna give and take you know what i mean and yeah. uh, th there's going to be those moments where you're like, there's no way I can get through this. There's just absolutely no way. And between your faith, like understanding that you're you're in this moment for a reason, you could be like, you could be impacting people around you. And that's like a, you know, it's a big burden to bear. But at the same time, like if you know that your intentions are good, like if you're trying to get the best out of people around you and it, you kind of like lose focus of yourself if yeah. that makes sense and yeah. then you're not so much in the in the dark depths by yourself you're you're doing the thing around you for the people around you and i think that's what helped me in rehab is like understanding that there were like 30 other guys like 30 other minor leaguers who had never experienced the big leagues and may never and probably will never experience the big leagues just like you never know there, there are definitely some good arms down there that um you know that that could make it to the big leagues, but there were also guys that I rehabbed with for a year and a half that got released right in front of me. And, and that's, you know, devastating. But like I made friends with those guys and those moments that we shared together, like I hope that they learned that going through that rehab process themselves, like they now they're so prepared for life now, like they're 22 years old and they're going through this process of chasing their dream and then they don't make it. But like they worked their butt off every single day. They brought it to the table and they they did their best they could and understand that like that's going to happen in life sometimes. Like you're going to go for it and you're not going to make it. And that's OK, because then you're going to figure out something else you want to go for and you're going to go for it and you're going to better navigate that next journey and you're going to help the people around you. And, that, and that's just kind of the goal for me. Yeah. You know, I, I want to like, you know, you were you were saying in our interview the other day is like, why do you like helping people? I think it's like it's. Some days I don't like it. I don't know how to describe it. I don't love it every day. It's not fun to just always focus on other people. It's sometimes but you do. This is. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. I, I. This is what makes you special, and I'm not blowing smoke, people. I know that people uh, on this podcast. I talk everyone up, but this is real. What I heard about in your rehab from Arizona, the only thing I heard was, "Yeah, he's making progress with his arm," but. He's a complete leader down here. All he does is help people. He's making connections that are probably lifelong. He's inspiring people. That's all I heard about you. That's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No, but like I said, like it's hard some days to do that, especially when you're having a bad day. It's hard to impact other people and try to help them have a, a good day, yeah. if that makes sense. That's kind of where I was getting at. But like... Yeah. Before I interrupted you, but I had to plot. I'm serious, <laughs> no, man. no, I, I appreciate I had, that. You know, I know you don't want to sit here and toot your own horn. I'm going to toot it for you. Thank you. I mean, I'm not lying. That's what I heard over and over yeah. from coaches, front office. This guy's amazing. Yeah, I uh, I like to uh, tell people that, and this is a true statement. I have the second most um, Reds tenure behind Joey Votto. So yeah, look it up. 
I do. So <laughs> on the on Reds tenure, so not in the big leagues, like yeah. just being in just the, Reds the Reds organi- organization. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have the second most behind Joey Votto, which is like an honor to me to be a part of this organization. I got drafted in 2014, so I'm coming right. up on 10 years. Um, so I've seen this organization go from really bad to like playoff contention. And it's so fun to be a part of it. And I I realize that there are a lot of people. I mean, you see how many rookies have coming up th- just this year oh, alone. Oh, yeah. So I have realized how big of an impact it can be to, you know, have those guys come up and and feel comfortable and have a routine and know how to navigate failures and know how to navigate successes. And like those things are super important. I know that I personally know they're super important for the game of baseball and for your big league career. So if I can help those guys in the minor leagues navigate a, a rehab extent, uh, rehab stint, and then, oh, look who showed up in the big leagues and he has someone to lean on whenever he gets here and he has some failure or he has some successes. Like, it's so fun. Like Connor Phillips came up and like, I don't, I didn't even have that much time with him in AAA, but I, you know, played with him for a month and he had his, his debut the other day. It was super awesome to watch him get out there and, and uh, compete. And then he came up to me in the, in the clubhouse after and he was just like, Hey man, like, what'd you think? And I was like, dude, you looked awesome. Like, I think you should work on a couple of these things, but it was cool for him to be able to like come up and like have that little conversation and like trust someone in the locker room because yeah. as a rookie, you don't, how, how can you trust people? Like, this is my personal opinion. How can you trust people that, you know, haze you? Like there's, there's, there's right. a tough line. There's no there. hazing on this No, there, there's really no hazing at all. No. no, we have a lot of fun with the guys. Yeah. Like we have tons of fun with them. But, but it's, there's not no, hazing it's not hazing. Of, yeah. No, it's, it's a welcome to the clubhouse. Right. Uh, fun. Yeah. Um, I never understood hazing. I don't either. No, never I don't either understood. at all. I, it, there was no hazing when I came up either. You know, Amir Garrett took care of me. He was super nice and he was kind of my bullpen, like, you know, uh, guy to lean on. And, um, he, he always told me, he was like, I'm going to make fun of you the most, but you're going to be my guy. And I was like, all right, that's fair. You know? And yeah. so, and you know, he always, he likes to jaw everyone. I, and I love that guy oh, so much. I, uh, I, I got some of that. <laughs> oh yeah. Everyone, everyone catches the, the wrath of a mirror. So. Everybody does. <laughs> but Captain Hook made it back, but he came back slightly different picture. And we're going to talk about that after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, back with TJ and Tim. All right, uh, the nickname Captain Hook. I mean, you had that incredible curveball. Still do. But you come back. You, By the way, not easing him back. High leverage. I think it was seventh inning. Top of the order. It's like, all right, let's throw him in the fire. Nobody better. That's what I always yeah. tell myself. Yeah. Nobody better. Let's go. Le- love it. Luke Maley's behind the plate, and you guys didn't talk about this, but he calls a first pitch curveball, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we actually did talk before the game. Oh, you did? He said... Uh, but did you talk about throwing no, the curveball the first pitch? Listen to this. So he goes, what do you like to do to right-handers? What do you like to do to left-handers? I'm telling him. And I did not, I did not mention... I. Th- Oh, by the way, I like to throw curveballs to right-handers. I didn't say that because I typically don't like throwing re- cur- curveballs to right-handers. I like throwing sliders. That's just a preference of mine. Yeah, I will throw it, but it's just a preference. I lean towards more on the slider on that. 
So come in the game, there's a right-hander in the box. And then I have the Pitchcom on, which I love, by the way. The Pitchcom is the best addition to baseball they have ever given us. It has sped up the game immensely. Sorry for that tangent. No, um, <laughs> I, believe me, I, lo- I love it as well. Everything they've done to speed up the game has been a plus. Yeah, it, I, I, I'm all, I'm board for that stuff. Yeah. So get in the box, or you know, get on the mound, and I hear curveball. I'm like, let's go, <laughs> let's go. I'm like, all right, we're rolling. That's right? fate, we're, right? Yeah, it had to have been. It had to have been. <laughs> so yeah, I, it's fate because. I remember we had me and you had an interview when I first got back to Milwaukee, and you were like, "Are you going to throw less curveballs?" And it's yeah. you know, more stress on your arm. And I was like, "No, I'm sticking to who I am." And then I tore my UCL on a curveball, and then I come back two years later, and the first pitch I throw is a curveball. So, you know, it, it's a fun pitch to throw. I got to say, I love flipping that thing in there, and I, I think it's it it the the reason I think I get swing and misses and takes on it is because it's a little bit different shape than a lot of guys think it moves differently based on my, I have a pretty low arm slot and it still has a lot of like good break to it and a, and a plane that I think hitters aren't expecting. So yeah, it was awesome to hear curveball come in the pitch com and be like, all right, let's roll baby. You came back. This thing stays attached. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think that. Don't think that. Don't think that. Um, you came back slightly different. You get thrown a two-seamer, right? A sinker. The velocity, you're not total max effort all the time, which I think is good, by the way. I think that's a good addition. You still got 97, maybe 98 in the tank if you want it. But you're, what, 93, 94 maybe around there. But you got the sinker now. Have you Was it conscious that, like, okay, I have to become a different pitcher here slightly, a little, little bit different? I used that pitch in the minor leagues as my mainstay fastball. Like that's that's what I threw in the minor leagues yeah. as a starter. Um, I always looked for efficient innings, um, early contact, ground ball outs. Uh, it was when the Reds kind of requested that, hey, we're looking for more like you to strike more guys out. So we need kind of this pitch profile, and we need you to strike more guys out and not worry about getting early contact because early contact can lead to singles and or homers and X Y Z. So, I. That's whenever I was in AAA, I got put on the 40-man, and I was trying to change to this like four-seam, max-effort four-seam, curveball, slider guy uh, to punch tickets. Like That was the main goal. Yeah. Um, when you go like five to eight pitches per hitter, that just is a lot of wear and tear, and your max effort for every time you let go of the ball, it's just a lot of wear and tear, and I've, I've realized that. And now, I don't, I, going back, I wouldn't, have cha- I wouldn't change anything. I learned a lot being that pitcher. Um, uh, and I can still be that pitcher, which is cool. Um, but I do want to pr- protect myself, and I know I can still get outs with the sinker. So I brought the sinker back. It feels really good when I throw it as well. That's another kind of uh, reason why I'm throwing it more. It, it doesn't, not to say anything hurts, but it just feels really great when I'm throwing it. It feels very efficient, and right. there's no pain or no uh, no hangups or anything. Um, it's it, it's a, a whole new uh, pitch profile that's so it, I'm getting good separation on the pitch profile of uh, the four seam versus the sinker, meaning they move differently um, in layman's terms. So uh, I can throw a four seam. The hitters, if you throw only four seam, hitters will kind of cheat to the top of the ball because those those balls carry really well. And so they'll try to like swing at the top of the ball. And that's kind of when they hit home runs with the high fastball. Um, and then the sinker goes, you know, down and arm side to me. So if you're only throwing sinkers, hitters will cheat to the lower inside half of the ball to try to scoop it, is what it's called, scooping a sinker, and try to hit those balls out, right? So if you're throwing both, they can't cheat to one because they they don't know if it's going to carry or if it's going to sink. 
Um, so I'm getting about, you know, 13 to 15 inches of difference on that on, on, uh, induced vertical break. Sorry, I got super ner- pitch nerdy on that. That's all right. We've, we've got some pitch nerds out there. I did. I got so yeah. I tried to like layman's term and, and you know nerd out a little Roll bit. I really both. enjoy nerding out on pitching. So yeah. I enjoy um, listening as a nerd. Yeah. To, to this, so so I yeah the sinker's fun. I I ripped. Uh, you know, I threw last night. Threw one last night. Uh, but yeah, the the. I would say average velocity, I'm, I'll probably be 3, 4. I, I feel comfortable around there, 93, mm-hmm. 94. Um, and you got leagues, it in the tank yeah, if the you minor, need it, right? Yeah, in the minor leagues, this this one uh, hitter had like a, an 11 pitch at bat against me, and I was getting pretty uh, frustrated on the mound. I was like, <laughs> all right, we're going to end this thing. I did walk him, unfortunately, but that pitch was a 97.5, so it's there uh, yeah. when I need it. And that was also good to, for like kind of self confidence to know like okay like I can uh, let it rip I can let it rip yeah <clears throat> and um yeah so I you know there will be times when I when I let it rip and I still like let like last night I let a, a couple rip not maximum effort but like really high effort yeah. got up to I think got to ninety six last night so I was I was really happy with uh, hanging out there I'm looking forward to you next year by the way I mean this year is this year uh, and obviously they they need you right now but I'm looking forward to you it seems like the next year will be better for you now. I want to ask you this question. And we talked about this a little bit. You were an opener starting the game, former starter. I know if you had a choice, if you had the choice, you would pick starter, right? So they gave you a little taste of starting the game. And I said right then, oh, no, they're giving him a taste. They're, it, it, I know it's an opener situation. He's probably going to go one or two innings, but they're giving him a taste. He's going to want to start. Here's my question. I ask you this. Off air, I hope you don't mind me asking on air. My question is, if you're trying to protect your, yourself, or not protect yourself, but less lessen the wear and tear, is it worse to have you throw 100 pitches every five days, or is it worse to have you come out of the bullpen, sometimes max effort, two, maybe three days in a row, three might be stretching right now, but two days in a row, which is worse? I am a very routine oriented person. And I, I, when you were just talking about starting, I think you, I know you looked up and saw me grinning ear to ear. <laughs> Absolutely. Because I love starting. Uh, I miss it so much. Um, yeah. So I'm a very routine oriented person. And now you got all these pitches. I know. I could pull, I could bring a changeup back too if I need to. Uh, I, know, I used to I throw know. a changeup. Right, sorry. I, you got all these, you, you've got the starters repertoire now, yeah, like yeah. big time. Um, yeah. I think in terms of the arm, um, you know, it's just it's it's tough to be a reliever. I don't think a lot of people realize how tough it is on the on your arm. You throw at you know three p.m. You go sit down, um, and then you're sitting in the bullpen. You're moving around. You're kind of warming up. You know, you might okay. You might see a situation pop up like okay, I might I might face these hitters. You don't know for a fact like you're going in the game. Yeah. Um. So you warm up. Oh, I might go in the situation. You try and warm up a little faster. Oh no, I'm not going in the game. We got yeah. the last out. Okay, let me sit back down for two innings, sixth, seventh. Oh, TJ Antone, get hot. Okay, oh my gosh, I'm not ready, but we'll go for it. So there's sometimes that happens. Um, you know, adrenaline oh, yeah. kicks in and it, and it definitely helps you get warm. But like in terms of, um, I think arm health, I think, you know, I think starters role is definitely a little bit safer. 
um, even if you are throwing 100 pitches, it just takes time to build up to 100 pitches. And that's kind of what spring training is for. You know, a lot of guys will come in and have thrown an inning or so, um, you know, in their offseason training. And then they come in and they go two and then three and then four and then five. um, And then kind of even more going into season, build up to that you know, from 85 to a hundred pitches. So it's, I, I personally think just, and this is my own personal thoughts. Someone else could probably think the other way, but I think, uh, starting is a safer, uh, route. Um, but you know, you, you're going back to one inning as well. So, uh, one inning or two innings and, or, you know, pitch one inning and then you got two days off and yeah. because, you know, you may throw three days in a row, but you may not throw for four days. It's just right. that's the life of a bullpen. So for me, knowing I, I really enjoyed the other day opening, uh, knowing I was going to the game, knowing I was going to go pitch, um, like literally memorizing the first six hitters, and then I face six hitters and get them all out. Like I, I couldn't have drawn it up any any better for oh, that. Oh, it was that dominant. Story. Yeah, it was so it fun. It looked good, man. A lot of fun. It was dominant. So I hope they give you a chance in spring. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean – the good news is that they got a lot of. There's going to be a lot of competition for five spots next year. You could probably, if they're healthy, three, four guys maybe. But that that competition for at least maybe four and five, but five definitely is I mean, going to be incredible. I don't even year. hate the idea of being an opener and doing a two inning stint every three or four days. I don't even hate that idea. I know uh, what was it, Tampa Bay rolled with that for a little bit. Yeah, and back it, in the day, it'll give starters a, a chance, to, you know, to spread it out a little bit more yeah. and to limit innings over 162 games. Yeah, so. yeah, or at least I think the kind of the idea was like the so the starter doesn't have to face the first four or five hitters right. a third time through because yeah. that's really tough. I, they, I think statistically the third time through the lineup is the highest batting average against a starter. Hands down. So if you can get a... That's oh, why the, they come to get a guy in the fourth inning or fifth inning. It, it gets to the top of the order and like... You're done. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so done. if you can have certain him start, guys, yeah, if you guys. can have him start in the, you know, on the six hole, yeah, or seven hole, and he goes seven, eight, nine, and then faces the one, two, three, four for the first time in the, you know, third inning, um, that's his first time facing him. Then you know, I, I don't know, I don't know all the statistics behind him, and I'm definitely <laughs> in no way trying to tell anyone how to run a team, but uh, I think that would be a cool role. I hope they give you a shot. I, I do you have five more minutes left in you? Yeah. I know you've got to get things. You got. Yeah. All right, we're going to back with maybe a few things off the field with TJ Antone after this. All right, here we are, TJ Antone, my man. We uh, we like. To, I haven't played this game here in a minute, but we're going to uh, play. What's in your phone? What's in my phone? Yeah, I was this not a- expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> this will get. Do you like that? You like that? Oh gosh! What's in your phone, TJ? I find that slightly creepy. It is, <laughs> that's that's the reason I do it. It's creepy. Uh, I I could go a different range. TJ. Oh yeah, more like Darth Vader. What's in your phone? Yeah, turn that off. Okay. <laughs> What's your screen lock? What, what do you got? I have in- a I have a revolving. Um, I have an iPhone, so I have the revolving wallpaper, and it's uh, all just pictures of me and my wife traveling. So this one right here that I have up right now is. Um, I don't remember this guy's name. I think his name is Tony. But we went and did a uh, uh, went to we went to Spain um, for Christmas and New Year's in um, twenty twenty one, I believe. Man, they all just blur together. I'm getting old. 
Um, well, does that make me dirt? <laughs> yeah. So we went to we went this this guy named Tony owns a farm in Spain, and uh, we went to his paella restaurant, and uh, he made us like a seven course meal, and I couldn't even eat it all. But yeah, wow. that, that's his farm. That's Tony and his and his farm. So you have revolving pictures that just roll through there, and they're just things that you've. Uh Traveling, yep, yep. What, so I have wife, you know, etc. Yep, Spain, Tokyo, Japan, uh, Australia. Awesome. Yeah. Are you a vibrate? Have it on vibrate, or do you ringtone? Ringtone. Yeah. I what hear is it. the ringtone? Uh, just the generic uh, iPhone, whatever it is. It's not. I'm not fun. I'm not fun <laughs> in that sense. I used to have some like um, some tunes back in the day, like when I had a flip phone. Is it on? Let me let me go see. This is, my, this is my ringtone, everyone. Here we go. <laughs> Just like as basic as it gets. Basic as it gets. I got you. Um, what are some of your favorite apps? What do you find yourself? Oh, this is that's, that's a good question. Um, <clears throat> so on my home screen, I have a pretty uh, organized. I'm a very organized person. So I have some like flip throughs at the top. I have like uh, my Tesla app. Uh, I drive a Tesla, and then um, like weather and like my calendar. Uh, Google Maps. I use Google Maps over Apple Maps. Yeah, fight why me, so? Fight me over that because Google Maps is just far superior. Is it superior? Oh, absolutely. All right, I'm going to trust you on this because yeah. sometimes I'll be screaming at Apple Maps. Yeah, although Apple I Maps, use Waze very, now a lot. Yeah, Waze, Waze is good. I'm just I'm big. I wait. I like Waze because you get the you get the cop notifications, right? So if you're speeding a little bit, <laughs> yeah. like you know, you know, to slow it down. But yeah, Google Maps far superior to uh, Apple Maps. All right, I'll file that away. Um, you know, I got uh, on the right side over here. I have my um. You know, clock app and um, Spotify and Audible, yeah. and then one of some of the top apps I like using is Notion. It's a note taking app. Ah, uh, it's very organized, and I have like all of my family stuff. I have Cova Sports, their whole uh, database in there, and yeah, there's just a lot of fun. Um, What's that called? Notion. N O T I O N. It's a little nice. white, white app with a. Uh, this is square good. in and then um help people be organized yeah i like i like using my we're in an unorganized ring. world <laughs> we are yeah we are yeah now do you prefer texting or talking depends on who you are <laughs> depends on who you are mr jim day he texts me i only so text you know. jim day don't call me i'll ignore it and then text you back i love so you got iphone right yes is that the latest version yeah, I'm I'm a little bit of a snob on that. I I don't like it, but yeah, I, I um, so when a new like new I'm gonna get the new out. one when it comes out. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's just, uh, well, well yeah. you're self aware. You know, you you called yourself a snob. That's good. <laughs> How many unread emails and texts you're organized so you keep? Don't up do with that. Them? That's that's. I, so, I've had people on here that have thousands. So I have my, thousands. I'm just gonna tell you how an inbox should work. An inbox is it should work as a to do list, and so yes. once you're done with it, it should go into a folder. And I have a lot of folders, but I read the email, and if I need to do it later, I'll keep it in my 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 inbox. You so, keep it unread. Will you hit mark as unread, or just keep? If it I there? need to, yeah. If yeah. it's like more immediate, yeah. But like some of these, like uh, like this right here, uh, this is like my Gary Wayhoff emailed me the the travel itinerary. The itinerary, yeah. So like I'm gonna keep that in my in my inbox, and then once we're done traveling, I'm gonna move into I'm gonna move it, and then my one day. Every once in a while, it's not all the time, but I'll have an empty inbox where I'll have no emails. It'll Ooh. say zero. Wow. Yeah. See, I don't do skill. that. I do keep up with the unread ones. It drives me nuts when they're they're not read. Yeah. But I won't move them to a folder. That's interesting. Because I just search. They gotta, I'll they just gotta do get the them, search. They got to get out of there. Once I'm done with them, they got to get out of here. 
love that. You have any games on there? Yeah, I play chess. I play chess a lot. Boy, this um, is a big chess team. Big chess team. team, yeah. Me and um, Huge chess Will team. Benson play a lot. Like all Benson and Votto inspired this. Yeah, so Benson or so Votto's definitely the, our best chess player, hands down. Um Benson's uh Pretty behind. Close. Yeah, he's behind him. Very very yeah. very close though. And then Benson just whoops me all the time. But I like playing Benson. And then other guys mm-hmm. think they can play and they they know how to play, but they're just not that great. <laughs> I also play some Clash of Clans. I like. Uh, I'm kind of an OG Clash of Clans. Um, been playing for a lot of years, so um, I've probably spent too much money on that. But yeah. <laughs> Any surprise apps that would surprise us? Like, oh wow, dude has such and such. Oh, that, let me do a quick scan. I love this. You are organized. Look at you, Catan. <laughs> What's Catan? Catan's a, a board game, but I, I play oh. on on my. Uh, Oh, I, I trade. I trade a little bit of crypto too. I don't. Oh, no. uh, not right now. <laughs> I know nothing about crypto, and I'm glad I didn't get into it. Yeah, I have like a little crypto trading app. Um, did you? Did you lose? Yeah, here you can look at this number. Don't say it out loud, but that's how much I've lost. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Wait, it's, oh, down, what? it's down right now. It's down right now. We just got to like roll with it. I'm not selling that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, okay. It's, that's uh, not fun. I don't want to reveal that number. <laughs> That's that's a larger number than I thought. Just it's I mean, it's, it's a I mean, speculative well, even, even investment the, account. Even the major league minimum is uh, getting in money, so it I, is, shouldn't it be is. too surprised. I'm happy with that too. They but, did a good job. Uh, our CBA, our last CBA, they did a great job. But if you're a starter, but if I'm a starter, <laughs> you're not wrong on that. That's when the money goes up. Do openers get paid like that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Closers and starters is where the money is. I don't know if I have a fighting chance for the closing <laughs> role. I'll do my best, maybe for the eighth. Uh, you, you never know. You never know he where this thing is going to go. Nasty. He is nasty. He's a great dude, too. I hope you guys get hot here. Yeah. You will. need it. You got to win. Like You got to win most of the games left. This drops Monday, so I, I don't know what happens Saturday, Sunday with the Cardinals. If it, does, if it goes south, uh, still in it. We do have uh, one of the easiest schedules. Do yeah. Like I think we're ranked twenty fifth for the remaining schedule. Yeah. So twins roll in here, and then it's off on the road. Or no, the uh, what am I thinking here? Yeah, twins De- come in next. Yeah, twins. Next, yeah. We're going to Detroit. Yeah, Detroit, New York. Yeehaw! A, <laughs> I, I really hope I get to face Miguel Cabrera. Really? Yeah. He is he re- yeah. he's retiring after this yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. So I really just want to punch his ticket one time, maybe send a jersey over and ask him to sign it. That's then, awesome. Then, <laughs> Hopefully uh, he won't hear this. He'll be motivated to not have you punch. That I do ticket. have uh I didn't bring my backpack, but I do have two jerseys I need signed for this next road trip. I have Who you uh, got? Lindor. Uh, I have a one of yeah. his jerseys and I, I have Baez as well. Really? Uh, yeah, I uh it's not doing so you're one of those guys. I really enjoy Tyler Stevenson's done that a lot. Yeah, yeah. So Tyler really who got me in it is Carson Fulmer whenever he was on the team. Carson Fulmer, there's a name. Yeah. Um he got me in it and and so, you know, I have about mm, 40 jerseys. What? Yeah. Who you got? Oh, well. Um, hold on, let me ch- let me tell you. I love this. You're I taking extra, I'm I'm keeping you extra time. We we I realize that designated I, 30 minutes. Jim, I make more I make time for you. We'll just yes. <laughs> Love this guy. See, I'm so organized that I have a should list your, of the. I should be your agent, by let, the way. Let me change this. My wife has a name, a, a list of all the jerseys uh, really? that I have signed. So signed, I have Yelich, Hader, uh, Freeman, Harper, Joey signed one for me. Wainwright, Molina, Arnado, Carpenter, 
Bieber, Holland, Kershaw, Betts, Scherzer, Soto, Holy Trevor Story, God. Castellanos, Winker. Those are all signed? Those are all signed, yeah. Some, some of them were nice enough to write a little note. That's not Justin Bieber, right? That's, That's uh, Shane? Shane Bieber, yep. <laughs> I don't know why I just drew a really hard blank on Because I put Justin Bieber Yeah, you did. Brain. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry to infect you like yeah, that. Yeah, Shane Bieber, yeah. So, uh, And you have a... That's how organized you are. You, yeah. you He pulls but, right up on the phone, jerseys. Yeah, so this is a note of jerseys, right? It's uh was created. So that's in your notes? Yep. Okay. Um, the category is personal ideas, and it's a note. And so these are all signed, and then down here I have the jerseys I have unsigned. Do you have pictures or video of these jerseys? Uh, no, I don't. They're, I will. I'm getting them framed, so they're in, they're in the process of getting framed nice. right now. Um, but so yeah. I can do that story next season. Yeah, I'll have to send a picture for you and have all the jerseys laid out. That would be sick. <laughs> Love that. Thank you for taking extra time. Absolutely. And uh, I I hope this is not the the last trip into the podcast here because you are so interesting to talk to. I didn't even touch the surface. Your answers are so good and so long that I can't even like get a bunch of different subjects in. So you've got to come back. Okay, okay I'll come back. Whether, even if it's next spring training or whenever. Uh, I would love to have you back many, many times. I hope you do pitch for 10 years. I would love it to be in a Reds uniform, and I wish nothing but the best because you are special, Thank uh, you, and I mean that, and you are. there's very few people that I say, you know what, as far as a person goes, put aside the baseball, T.J. Antone's on my top 10 list players I've ever covered. Wow. I mean that. Wow. Thank you. That's you, huge. You are welcome, and I hope that means you'll come back so I can butter you up even more. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. That is TJ Anton. Whether he's on the mound as an opener, maybe a starter, or certainly a reliever in high leverage situations, Captain Hook will be bringing it, and he brought it here in the Gym Day podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.